evening, everyone, and welcome to another Word of God. For those some of us, it's night, some it's morning, some it's evening. Whatever time it is to you, I greet you in the only name that we can be saved by, the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. I greet you all. But before we begin, we're going to talk about trust. Let us pray. Father in heaven, in the name of Jesus Christ, as we, your people, come before you, I pray, O oh God, that you will anoint my lips. And I pray, O oh God, that you will give me your words to speak, O oh God. And may you be with us. We ask for the, the Holy Spirit to edify, to teach, to correct, to reprove, and to correct, in, and to instruct in righteousness. We thank you, we praise you, because we can't do anything without the Holy Spirit. We thank you, in Jesus' name, amen. Again. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you may be when you get this message or if you're watching live, I greet you. So we're going to talk about trust, right? Trust. I know we talk about you, but you can't exhaust the word trust. I mean, you could talk about trust for the whole entire year. Do you know that? All right. Second Samuel 22, 31. That's second Samuel 22 and verse 31. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler to all them that trust in him. Okay? He is a what? A buckler to all them that trust in him. You and I, we need to trust in God. Amen? Now, I know many of us, we are going through some things in our lives, right? And it seems like there's no way out. But many times we tend to forget that we should trust in God. But yet still, we say we are children of God. Well, if we are, this is how we prove who we are. By what? Trusting in God. Job 13 verse 15, it says, Though he slay me, yet will I trust him. But I will maintain mine own ways before him. Though he what? Slay me. Yet will I what? Trust him. Jesus Christ said in... Um, Revelation 3 verse 19, he said, As many as I love, I rebuke and chasten. Be zealous therefore and what? Repent. So, you know, God is going to chasten us. He's going to rebuke us. And he said if he can't chastise us, then guess what? We are bastard. We are not his. So, you know, even though, you know, we're going through some things, hey, trust God anyhow. He know what he's doing. You and I don't know. God knows the beginning from the end. No one else does only God. Amen. And so we are to trust him no matter what you and I are going through. We are to trust him. Amen. Psalms 5 verse 11. But let all those that put their trust in thee rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. A fruit of the spirit that, okay? Because thou defendest them. Let them also that love thy name be joyful in thee. Another fruit of the spirit. Joy and love. Amen. So it says, but let all those that put their trust in thee do what? Rejoice. So we are to do what? We are to rejoice. Let them ever shout for joy. Amen. Praise God. You be going through some things. I want to encourage you. Praise the Lord. Rejoice in the Lord. Amen. I'll have that joy. Shout for joy. Thank you, Jesus. You know, have that joy in the Lord because God is going to defend you. Okay. And we must love the name and be joyful in it. Okay. Be joyful in him. All right, let's not be, you know, I know we're going through some things, but let us not be sad to the point where we lose our joy. We lose the joy in Jesus. Listen, when you're going through something, praise God anyhow. And if you're going through something that is so hard, 
You know what you do? Call somebody and encourage them in the Lord. Amen. And you will be encouraged. While you're watering somebody, God is watering you. Amen. All right. Um, Psalms 9 verse 10. Psalms 9 verse 10. And they that know thy name will put their trust in thee. For thou, Lord, has not forsaken them that seek thee. God will never forsake you. If you seek him, seek him while you may find him. Amen. Because it said, they that know the name will put their trust in thee. Do you know the name of God? Now, I know many people is going to say, oh, the name of God is to say Yahushua and all of those things. Let me tell you, it's way deeper than that. Do you know his name? Okay. What is the name of the Lord? You see, this is a character building. This is a character thing. You know, when Moses says, show me thy glory, and he passed before, and he said, the Lord, and he named out some of his character, merciful, long-suffering, and all of those things, we need to know who God is. You know, many of us, we just think it's just to know the name Yahushua, and we think that, oh yeah, just by knowing that we'll be saved. Nothing don't go like that. You need to know who God is. You need to know why you need to trust in him. What has he done for you? Because I can tell you what he has done for you. The mere fact that you're watching this video, God has done that for you. He gave you sight. The mere fact that you can hear me, he give you ears. Amen. And you can hear. The mere fact that you're even existing at this moment, he give you life. All right. So why do we have to go look so far sometimes to see what God has done for you? What he has done for you is that you're alive. You have breath. You can hear. You can walk. You can talk. And even if you're missing some things, like you may miss a tooth, still praise God anyhow. You may have one eye, praise God anyhow. You may, you may cannot see, praise God anyhow. You, you know, you may have to, whatever it is, you may lose a limb, praise God anyhow. Whatever you're going through, Praise God anyhow. Amen. All right. Because guess what? He will not forsake you. Okay. If you put your trust in him, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Psalms 16 verse 1. Preserve me, O God, for in thee do I put my trust. Many times we run to put our trust in man and not in God. When a situation arises, we run to go to Dick, Tom and Harry and we get on the phone and we like, oh, it's so and so. No, the first person you should go to is go down on your knees and talk to our savior. Amen. Put your trust in him and understand that as we go day by day, Sanctification is a daily thing, okay? And you sanctify yourself through the word. And so as you and I go day by day, and as we grow in the Lord, you know what's going to happen? Your trials are going to get harder. It's like when you start school, you know, you start off little. Your name, one, two, three, A, B, C, um, cat, rat, sat, mat, fat, and so forth. That's how you start, right? But as we go, gradually, the words get bigger. The numbers get bigger. Everything changes. Well, we're in the school here, learning of Jesus. So things, and, and it's the same way our trials will get harder and harder and harder. But you know what? We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So we have to trust in him, only trust him. Put our trust in him, amen? 
All right. Psalms 25 verse 2. Oh my God, I trust in thee. Let me not be ashamed. Let not mine enemies triumph over me. And you know when your enemies won't triumph over you? When we put our trust in God, our enemies won't be able to triumph over us. Amen. Because guess what? The Lord will be on our side. The Lord will fight our battle. All we have to do is hold our peace and stand still and watch God work for us. Amen. So we just got to trust him. Psalms 31 14 Psalms 31 14 but I put my trust in thee O Lord I said thou art my God so we put our trust in him and what do we say he is our God that's why we trust in him that's why we put in our trust in him and when when trials come let us not um be double-minded about it let us stand firm because the bible says a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways because right now i can be here talking about trust and faith and all of these wonderful things and then when i am tested oh i start to murmur oh i start to complain and then i forget all about god and everything is why me poor me pity me you know that's how generally we operate but when those things assail us you know god said you'll go to the fire you will not get burned the water will not overflow you. We need to remember that when we're going through this time, we're not alone. God is with us. Amen. So when we're going through these times, what we must do, claim the promises. Remember the word of God. And one other scripture you can also say says, Lord, make haste. Okay. Ask God to be speedy for help because you're in trouble. Amen. Because he promised, he said that he's a present help in trouble. All right. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 9. That's 2 Corinthians 1. One second. 2 Corinthians 1 and verse 9. It says, But we had the sentence of death in our lives, in ourselves, I'm sorry, that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raised the dead. And verse 10, who deliver us from, who deliver us from so great a death and do deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. You know what great debt Christ has delivered you and I from? The second debt. Did you know that? We will taste the first debt. Well, not everyone, but majority of us will taste the first debt. That is not the debt that Jesus saved us from. It's the second debt. And that debt is, is not to be with Christ at all. That death is where, that is when, in that second death time, after the millennium when Jesus returned again, that second death is when the devil and his angels and all those who follow him will be burned up. The Bible teaches it. Go read it. Please. Let us be Bible student. Don't have itching ears. Go study. You know, study for ourselves. So God has saved you and I from the second death. Okay? And when I say God, just now, understand that Jesus is also God. John 1 even told us that, right? And so we see where Christ save us, all right, from the second death because he has power. And so praise God. So in, for, in order for you and I not to receive of the second death, we need to trust God, obey him, because that's where our biggest problem is, is obedience and disbelief. That's where our biggest problem lies, right? We do not know how to obey and we need to learn to obey because obedient, obeying is better than sacrifice. Amen. So, so once we obey and we do what is right in the sight of God, we will be saved from the second death. Praise God. First Thessalonians 2, 4. First Thessalonians 2 and verse 4. But as we were, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, even so we speak, not as pleasing men, but God which tried our hearts. So for those of us who share the gospel with our brothers and sisters out there, listen, 
we don't do it and compromise and and pleasing men i'm sorry you know we're not supposed to please anybody not even ourselves because the word when we're going through it is first for us than to everybody else so it's not for us to speak pleasing word that will make us get lots of views and people will share your video all over because it sounds so good and it's just itching ears and we're like, yeah, praise God, amen, praise God, amen. Ah, while we don't say the truth as it is in Christ Jesus and allow you to continue in sin. No, God is trusting us with his word, okay? It says, but as we were allowed of God to be put in trust with the gospel, all right. So God trusts us to that when, so you see, it's going to twofold. We have to trust in him and God is trusting us now with the gospel that we will give it as it is. We'll give the trumpet a certain sound. We'll give the word as a thus saith the Lord. We will not add, we will not take away and we'll certainly not compromise. You may not like it, but that's okay. But when you hear the gospel and it is cutting, and you know, as Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12 tells us, it's, a, it's powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword. That's Christ cutting away that fat, and that fat is sin. Because it is not God's desire that any of us should perish, but that all of us should come to repentance. Amen? So with that cutting away that is taking place, is God help, trying to help you and I? Because he loves us. He said there's two roads that is in front of us. One is life, one is death. And you know, God is so wonderful. He said, choose life. Hmm? He take no pleasure in the death of the wicked. God doesn't want us to perish. He doesn't want us to be lost. Why do we like to hear things that is so pleasing? See, God trusts us with the gospel. Not because it's a family member or friend or whoever. Should we compromise it to give and, and so that, you know, we can please them? No, we don't please man. It is so that we can please our heavenly father. And if we're pleasing God, then we're pleasing man. Amen. All right. First Timothy four verse ten. First Timothy four and verse ten. For therefore we both labor and suffer reproach, because we trust in the living God, who is the Savior of all men, especially of those that believe. So we suffer. We suffer both in. We, we suffer. Therefore we both labor and suffer reproach. So why we're laboring here in the vineyard? Spreading the gospel, yes, we're going to suffer reproach because there's even some who profess that they believe in Jesus Christ, but yet still, when you hear certain comments or you read certain comments or you hear people say certain things, you wonder if they actually know who Jesus Christ is. You wonder if they actually read their Bible and do they read it with the understanding? Because even though you must have wisdom, the Bible says, and get understanding. It's one thing to read, it's another thing not to understand, okay? Because what? Because we trust in the living God. That's why we will suffer those things okay who is the savior of all men especially those that believe okay so you know we will go through certain things but understand this when christ call you to share the gospel he's not calling you to be to go there and share the gospel to compromise the gospel because you want to have friends you want to have thousands of likes you want to have thousands of shares and thousands of views that's not what it's about because jesus said if they have loved me they will love you if they have heard him they will hear you then he said the servant is not greater than his lord so you see that's why when we go to give the gospel, even if it's just one person, even if you read just one, don't watch numbers. Just trust God to do his work. Amen. Trust God and do his work. Even if you're just standing there alone and there's one or two, give it as if you're talking to thousands. Amen. 
Because we are called to be a witness. He says, go he therefore, teach all nations and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. We are supposed to go and give the gospel. Now, as a female, and I will say it again, as a female, I can't go baptize anyone, but I can point them to who can. But I can give the gospel, right? Like the woman at the well. She went back and tell everything that Christ has done and a whole city, okay? So we all are witnesses, Okay, we are saved to serve and we are to serve God and serve man. You see, the commandments is also in two love to God and love to our neighbor. Okay, our neighbor is everybody all over the world. Amen. And so we are called to do a duty. But before you can do that duty, you have to trust God that when He sends you to give the gospel, even if it's one or two, don't be moved by numbers. Okay, even if it's one or two, do it with your whole heart. Amen. Do it with all your heart, soul, mind, and body. Because remember, you're not doing it for man. You're doing it for God. Amen. And so faithful is he that call you. So we must remain faithful. Amen. And we must trust in him, believing in his word because he is God. And God will never let us do anything that he doesn't want us, that we're not supposed to do. If we trust him, he will lead us because God is a wonderful leader. As a matter of fact, he's the best leader we have. Amen. He is awesome. He is wonderful. So I say this to you today. Trust God. Whatever you're going through, trust him. Yes, it may not be easy. You may have just lost your job, but trust him anyhow. You may be having problems in your marriage, but trust him anyhow. Call upon him. Seek him earnestly. Your children may be giving you problems, but trust God. Do the things that God said you're supposed to do as a parent and trust God. Leave the rest to him. Excuse me. Amen. No matter what you're going through, you may have family member problems, you know, brother, sister, whatever, but do what you're supposed to do and trust God. He will do his part, but you have to do your part. Amen. Trust him. Don't let go of his hand. We're always the one doing the leaving. Don't trust him. You know, you could claim Psalms. 61, 1 to 3. You could use it as a prayer. Hear my cry, O God. Attend unto my prayer. From the ends of the earth will I cry unto thee. When my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to that rock that is higher than I. For thou hast been a shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. Amen. So you have to cry out unto the Lord. Amen. If you wait upon the Lord, he will renew your strength. Amen. Remember, the Lord is your light and your salvation. Whom shall you be afraid of? No one. Amen. So you have to trust God and believe in him. No matter what you're going through, lean not unto your own understanding, but in all your ways, acknowledge him. And he, Jesus Christ, he will direct your path. Amen. So trust God. Yes, yes, you may be having a hard time, but trust God. Cry out unto him. Seek him earnestly. Don't deviate to the left nor to the right. Trust God. In all that you do, trust God. God. Amen. And watch God work for you when you trust him. Amen. So don't let anyone say, tell you anything otherwise. Only trust in Jesus. Trust in his word. Claim his promises. Amen. Because they're for you. Everything in the Bible is for you and I. The Bible says, the word of God said it was written for an example for us. So there are many promises that you could claim. Trust in the Lord. Amen. Trust God. You remember real quick when the Lord, when, when Jesus told Abraham and Sarah they would conceive a child. And, you know, Sarah couldn't believe it. At her age, she was almost 90 at the time there, to give birth. Come on now. How could that be possible? She was 90 at the time when she gave birth to, to her son, Isaac. 
And how could she give birth at that time? But she did. You see, that's who God is. He, 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 he keep his word. Only we who go back on our word. God is not a man that he should lie. So trust him. Okay, saints? I pray that you will trust him. And please remember, let us continue to pray one for another. You know, I saw a news article this morning of a mother who killed her 10-month-old, her 6-year-old, and her 11-year-old, then herself. You know, the devil is like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And as he's going about, I mean, the temptation, the, the everything is turned up. Jesus said in his word in Revelation that woe unto the inhabitants of the earth. The devil has come down with great wrath and he know he had but a short time. So if the devil have a short time, we have a shorter time. So he come down with great wrath. And so he's going rampant to and fro, the Bible says, like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And if you're not rooted and grounded in the word of God, then we will be caught up and he will destroy us. The devil is not your friend also known as Satan, also known as the dragon, also known as the serpent. He has so much AKAK, okay? He is not our friend. Only Jesus is our friend. A brother, who he stick closer than a brother. Jesus is our friend, amen? The devil is not our friend. He's just looking for as much as of, of many of us to burn alongside with him when the time comes for him to be completely annihilated. Saints, let us pray. Pray for single mothers. I don't know if she was single because I didn't read the article. Pray for single mothers. Pray for those who are married. Pray for single fathers, okay? Let's pray for the grandparents, the aunts, the uncle. And let us pray for the children because too, we're losing too many of, of God's children here in this world. Amen? So let us continue to pray one for another. Please, earnestly pray. Pray like you have never prayed before. Cry out unto the Lord from the bottom of your stomach for your household, not only for yours, but for your neighbors. Amen. Please keep me in prayer as well, me and my family and I, while I do the same for you all. Okay. I want to thank you for joining me. I want to thank you for those of you who will watch this video. May the grace and the peace of the Lord will be with you. May he bless each and every one of you who watch this video and are watching at this moment. And may you never lack or want. Amen. And may you trust the Lord. In all your ways, don't lean on to your understanding, but lean on Jesus. Amen. Trust in him and let him direct your path. I thank you so much for joining me. May God bless you and may you continue to seek him while you may find him. And may you continue to cling to Jesus. Amen. Don't let go. May God bless you. Until next time, Maranatha. God bless.